All right, so we're going back to take under. Welcome everybody. Back, 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 back. Hello. <laughs> back again. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, welcome. I mean, our listenership has sure dropped off, but the few people who are still with us, we appreciate you. <laughs> and hopefully, we can get some more people into into this now that we have an active account. We live tweeted the the episode on Wednesday. Hopefully, it's something we can keep on doing going forward. And um, yeah, so follow us, Take Under Pod, uh, at, tw- at Take Under Pod. Is it? Yeah. Mm, cool. So let's just get right into it. The big announcement Keith Lee relinquishes his belt. We thought it was going to be Miriam was released. We thought it was going to be Mercedes Martinez released. We were all way, we were both way off. Uh, what did you think about this? I, I understand why he's doing it, I just didn't like that he did it. Because I would like to have seen him been double champ for a little bit longer, and and at least like compete against one person and then drop the belt or whatever. Well, we saw him compete against Daja as a double champ, but yeah, I get what you're saying. I, I completely agree. I thought it was super lame. Um, like we know they're gonna give that that title to Karrion Cross, or at least I'm convinced they're gonna give that title to Karrion Cross. And so, like to me, this is just more evidence that Keith Lee is main roster bound, and I don't like that. It. <laughs> <laughs> don't put that out to the universe. No, don't, dude. Don't you dare. This, I mean, this is like one of those rushed finishes that they've been doing for the last few weeks. Like, we can get to where he loses a belt and then keeps a belt or loses both belts. Like, you don't need to rush it and have him just drop the belt. Like, I, I'm not a. It's dumb, I think, personally. Yeah, like I keep, I get it. Keeps in line with him, like making sure people have opportunities, like he has, and being the like complete face that he is. But I was like. Come on, man. I, I expected, like, at least two more title defenses for both of them. Or, and then freaking probably Regal's like, hey, no one can beat you for either your belts <laughs> currently. You have to let go of the North American one. And then, like, take that out of his hand. Yeah. That would have been so much better than just, like, oh, we have a double champ for a week, and now we're done. Like, Yeah. Yeah, it's lame. Getting into the actual wrestling, we kicked off the night, the action of the night anyway, with Loomis versus Dane. I actually was pretty into this match. What did you feel about it? I enjoyed it, but someone messed up with Dexter Loomis's hair. They kept messing with me the whole match. (laughs) (laughs) Why? I don't know if he just got it really recently colored or whatever, but it was just like messing with me the whole time I was watching the Was it just miscolored or something? I think he just got it brightened it up, like it was brightened up a little bit. I'm trying to look up uh, a picture. It. It, didn't, it didn't stand out to me the way that it must have <laughs> clearly bothered you. Uh, okay, it's I kind see. of like a cat with a laser pointer. That's how it felt like going back. Just watching it the whole, the whole time. <laughs> um, but it's good. I actually was impressed with uh, Killian Dane because both of them uh, meshed very well. Yeah. As, um, when they were outside the ring, that move that uh, Dexter Loomis did when he like line jumped over the. <laughs> <laughs> the steel steps that was awesome yeah i like the combos that they were doing like when he did that follow st- slam and then like did that spinning leg drop onto mm-hmm. killian dane uh, and then dane did like the jackknife and the elbow if killian dane's gonna start doing some jackknife power bombs i might need to start paying attention more to him well yeah as long as he's partnered with the right guy yeah yeah he also looked a lot lighter in this one i thought at least from them we've seen in the, in the past like he looked he looked in more in better shape than this time that we've seen him. Um, and his conditioning, because they went on for a good while, I think, so his conditioning yeah. is still there. Uh, Loomis' senton looked pretty cool, which I don't think we've seen him do. Mm-mm. Was this the first time? It he... landed so well. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Mara was, like, shocked about it. 
Yeah, we. I mean, we just saw some stuff that he hasn't done before, and I'm. I'm. I think I'm fully coming around on on Loomis. Like I. Yes. <laughs> I can. I can definitely get behind him now. But if he's in, like, if he's in there with one of my guys, I'm obviously gonna cheer for them over him. But that's to be expected with anybody. He's not gonna be one of my dudes, but I do definitely think that he deserves his place on this roster as opposed to where I didn't oh, weeks ago. Um. Yeah. I'm. I'm glad this. Uh, I'm glad they started it off with this. Also, they kept referencing like that. Maybe Killian Jane is under the Robert, uh, the Robert Stone brand, which I hope not. I really don't want that because I was like, he just needs to stay in like the women's division doing that because he's so good at it. I don't want him to get all messed up with the men's side. Like, just stick with that. Yeah, I mean, we had some some evidence later. I think that might contradict that, but uh, we'll get into it. Um, yeah. <laughs> proper response in my opinion as well so we finally or we had another one uh another tag team match with ever rise for some godforsaken reason versus brazango and i have no idea why we're still wasting time on ever rise like they are terrible literally no one cares about them at all and using or given the history of tag team wrestling in this promotion why are they being given any time uh-huh. I guess they've been together. They're the longest tag team in wrestling history that's been together. Uh-huh. That's what they kept referencing every time that they're on there. But don't mess with the Mounties, because <laughs> Brizango comes out and whoops your ass. Yeah, and like the I mean, Brizango was able to use that because they're Canadian as their intro. Like that was awesome. <laughs> but it was really just a squash match. Like it was over yeah. in like what ten minutes at the very most. I yeah, would think it was like most. five eight minutes, but. We have started to get to see more of Fandango, at least than yeah. I ever saw before. Like him actually show up, and he's been impressing me a lot the last few times that we've seen them. Yeah, it was great to see him like take control of the match, um, even though it was kind of like a squash match. Because when it ended, I was like, "Oh, really? Like I wanted to see more. It was going so well for them both in there." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, and that's what kind of annoyed me too. Is like, yeah, Everize is the like the squash jobber team, but we don't need that in NXT. Take out one of the matches. I have the ex- the perfect um, candidate for a match that we could have dropped completely and given them more time against a real tag team opponent as, as opposed to having this. And yeah, like this was probably the low point of the night for me. And given that Timothy Thatcher wrestled later, which is the wow, the that's... option that I would have dropped later, um, I definitely wish they had gone a different route with their tag team tonight. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I'm just glad I got a super single. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One side note uh, that I, I just wrote down is Tom Phillips was alone at the at the desk, but we hear three voices all night. It's weird. Yeah. It's really strange. He's like, they're all in my head. <laughs> <laughs> right? I wonder if there's any sort of like delay. It's. I mean, it's. I guess it's not any different than what we're seeing with like at least what I see on KBO and what we're starting to see with now that baseball has gone on because a lot of people are in their own houses doing the broadcasts. So they're all patched into a different feed. So you have at least three locations that everybody's giving you one broadcast you from. It, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's, it's that same kind of thing. But this one, they can tighten down a little bit better because it's not live. So then we'll move on to Shotzi versus Aaliyah. And our saint, Robert Stone, is still hurt. And I don't like Shotzi terrorizing him. It's like mommy and daddy <laughs> fighting, dude. At least for this show. Going at least I will say going into this episode, it's like no, like these are two of my favorites. Stop getting it together. 
Uh, but right off the bat, it was a better showing. I thought um, Aaliyah wasn't, hasn't been as traditionally as good as a lot of the other roster, but she's definitely improving, and it wasn't as yeah. bad as seeing Indy trying to hang in there with Shotzi like last week. Um, yeah, this is a good match. Um, Shotzi's freaking amazing. I can't believe how, how over she is, and I'm actually surprised at how much I like her. Yeah. Um, like instantaneously. Yeah, yeah like... Um, Freaking the whole thing with Robert Stone. I know the match and everything is going on, but I was like, he still showed up with the freaking boot on his foot, <laughs> yeah. just like yelling like we're gonna get back at you. Um, but yeah, I Shotzi's fantastic. I'm glad Aaliyah is doing really well and she's getting better. Um, because she's all, she was the jobber and now she's getting her time, which is yeah. good. And she's been there for a long time. She was like on yeah. this old reality show that they had where she had like a whole different persona and stuff that they were really? yeah and so she's she's been at the performance center for a long time it's good to see her finally like stepping forward and doing it. I, yeah i like this match all around um i guess but we're gonna get ending. yeah the ending where like she ran over robert stone again was funny up <laughs> until we get the cold bucket of water at least for this podcast thrown on us because there are some people who like mercedes for some reason but it looks like that's gonna be shotzi's next real feud is mercedes martinez versus shotzi blackheart and if anybody can make Marce- mercedes that's the one Shining light, I guess. If anybody can make Mercedes intriguing, it's going to be Shotzi. But I'm not optimistic about it. Yeah. Um, would she come back? A jobber, a jobber meeting, and then that's it. And then now she's in a feud with. It's gonna be with Shotzi. Yeah. But uh, do do you want to continue with the next bad thing about this whole Mercedes thing? Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I was. <laughs> As I'm, like, writing my notes, I'm, like, I was just even writing, okay, if we're going to still continue to be the Robert Stonebrand podcast, we're going to have to tell him to uh, avoid Mercedes, give up his ego, and plead with Shotzi to join. But we didn't even get the chance to, like, allude to that next week because later in the in the night, um, Mercedes shows up and cuts the promo that I cut, that I wrote for Rhea. <laughs> I don't know if you heard basics, but I talked yeah, about I this. I don't. I was going back on the episodes and trying to find out where I said this, and I don't think I said it word for word, other than like to you and Liz maybe. But I had a promo for Rhea going up to Robert uh, Robert Stone and saying, "Look, I don't want to do paperwork. I don't want to do any of this shit. Give me matches and like put me back on top." And they stole my idea and gave it to <laughs> like almost the worst person on other. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Other than Mia, who wouldn't fit into this storyline at all, so it wouldn't work, they gave it to the worst possible person. And now Mercedes Martinez is part of the Robert Stone brand. So with that, I think our podcast has officially, at least I can say on my end of the podcast, has officially cut our ties with the Robert Stone brand. <laughs> uh, I, I have hope for him. I'm so disappointed in this. Because <laughs> now I feel like she's just going to bully him. And I don't want to see that. Like, I, well, that's what I wanted for Rhea. Yeah, like I wouldn't. And then, like, maybe Rhea eventually come around and stuff. And maybe that—that's what they'll do with with Mercedes. Actually, maybe I shouldn't say any more my fucking ideas until they <laughs> give me at least an interview. Um. Yeah, we can. Do you have any more thoughts about that? No, just. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this is this is so bad. Like Robert Stone is doing so well with Aaliyah. Um, it yeah, it should have been Rhea. It should have been somebody else. 
Should be Shotzi, honestly, now. Yeah. This is just bad. Yeah, I mean, Shotzi being a face kind of, I, I get that they couldn't, like, line, align them up, but I just wish it, it didn't have to be so. I wish they could do stuff stuff more, um, I guess. And it felt so forced, too. Yeah, like, it doesn't it have to be so black and white. Like, you don't have to put the heels with the heels. Tell Shot- Have Shotzi do the same thing. Like, she could, she could just torment him, too, but be part of the brand. Yeah, that's it. Just play yeah, pranks he, on him. They, he like sneaks in. He's like, "Here's your match." Bye. Yeah, you could have like a Jim and Dwight dynamic where she's like putting shit in his locker and it explodes all over him and shit like that. But whatever. I like the two of them, and or I liked the two of them yeah. as their storylines. And now one of them I will continue to root for, and the other one I can no longer. Um, we also got a swerve promo. Which I'm glad that they're starting to get at least uh, appearing to give him more time after his great yeah. showing at American Bash. Um, I do got to say though, given that I know about audio equipment, the promo that they had in the studio, no one actually uses that shit mic that he was singing into. Because <laughs> it was too tinny. It's just a dumbass. Like it's a broadcasting mic, and it's a. Mike that doesn't get used for singing into a studio because it's not, it just sucks. Um, but yeah, whatever. I do really want to see him versus Santos again, though. Yeah, I, and and he brought up the thing that I told you. He's like, I'm the only one that beat you during the tournament. So yeah. like, I, I know that's why you don't want to face me. I'm like, oh yes, please. Yeah, so we have to Continuity, have their... We have a story. Like, we have to have their showdown at some point. Uh, so announced earlier in the night. The and given to us before we could even talk about it on here. Um, our triple threat, the first of five is that how many they're doing? Six, the first of a lot of triple threats, yes. <laughs> at least at least five or six. Where we are, um, gonna see triple threats for the North American title. Every winner of these matches will go into a fatal five way, possibly a six way match, uh, ladder match at the at our next takeover. Uh, take over 30. Yeah. So we had Thick Boy versus Roderick Strong the versus God Bad Breaker. Johnny Gargano. <laughs> so our, our, our two favorites, I mean, I know you're kind of off the Gargano train for a little while, but versus Thick Boy. Um, I got thoughts about this match. I will say that much, but I'll let you go first. Uh, th- I like this match. I actually like the interaction between Strong and and uh, Bronson Reed the most. Mm-hmm. I'm just shocked that Strong's knee didn't buckle <laughs> when he did the backbreaker on Bronson. Because I was like, oh, it was laid out perfectly, too. It was like, oh, please, no. Um, but yeah, the match was great. I enjoyed it a lot. I I liked the outcome, like, especially because it's the first one. And But we, we're going to have many more matches, so I'm I'm okay with the outcome on this one. Because more than likely, these other two, uh, Roderick Strong and uh, Gargano, are going to show up in other matches later down. Because we have so many more matches to go through. How are you going to fill up the rest of the season? Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's true. I So I I think I finally figured out what my problem. I, before I even get into the match, I think I finally figured out what my problem with Dick Boy was. His face <laughs> looks like a video game render in real life. And it's got, like, <laughs> this reverse uncanny valley thing that just weirds me out. And it's not, again, we, I've said how much, like, I, I think he's good. He's a good show. He's shown well on this podcast. But they were really laying on that angle thick for him to win. And I was like, I was starting to, I was even starting to get annoyed at the prospect of him winning. 
because you have Roderick Strong and Johnny Gargano in there. And like we don't need more thick boy spots in for at least not for a title in my personal opinion. He is a mid carter through and through. Uh, but like and he had already done so good in the match, like they put him over and he looked super strong throughout the whole thing. Yeah. But to get spoiler alert or not spoiler alert, but just to fast forward a little bit, he won. Like how do you put him go how do you put him winning over Roderick Strong and Johnny Gargano. It's just insane to me. The only thing that makes sense to me is they are starting they are going to regulate the North American title to a mid Carter belt, which I I guess I understand, but that belt is the prettiest belt in the entire company and I don't yeah. like that that um that fate for it. The the thing that I thought about this is I can see them doing another triple threat match, and it's Gargano, Strong, and Balor. Mm-hmm. I was like, and, and that thing, that that match would be insane. Like that would be the last match before, uh, the turn, the the last entrance into the tournament. Like that would be a great match. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and that was the other thing is like I understand. I understand the result. I was just disappointed with it because, mm-hmm. like, these two guys deserve to be elevated more to me. But Roger Strong's already over. Johnny Gargano's already over. And, like, you can put Gargano in a match with Balor and they'll, they'll still steal yeah. the show. You have to have probably, probably Roddy for um, some sort of tag team duty available at some point with um, Bobby Fish. And so, like, I get it. It's just kind of especially given the talent that we've seen of these two and so like um also roddy's still mentally damaged from lumen so <laughs> maybe this is why he probably wasn't there the whole time yeah and i don't mean to like get so upset at the finish so much or the booking behind it because i did really love this match like the match was amazing yeah it was it was like everything that we needed it would even give us our our undisputed um dose for the week like that part where roddy and uh, gargano were on the outside and they're like all right we'll go on three one two i i knew you were gonna do it <laughs> like, that part had me rolling dude and i don't even like gargano that much that was the best uh, po- uh point of the whole night for me um yeah they annoying thing to me was that they went to commercial during this match and not like the loomis and dane match which was a choice, I guess. Um, I would have yeah, done it. Be... This whole ad segment thing drives me nuts. Because they cut in the worst possible ways most of the time, and I don't get why. Yeah. I mean, they have to. Uh, like, I get the ads. It's just, you need to... I, for me, I would say maybe pick one match that you really want to be the standout match of the night. And maybe they did that. Maybe they did that with the main event, but even then, I think the main event went to a commercial break as well. If I'm not mistaken. So, like, choose one and then just make that commercial free or give it a short enough time to make it commercial free. Um, Yeah, the my favorite part of the match was when um, What's-His-Face had fallen out. Uh, Thick Boy had fallen out of the ring or gotten knocked out on the outside. And then Gargano and Strong went back in and they were just going at it. Like, and you could see how fast they were together without him needing to do it without him there. And then he comes in and steals the pin. And like that part, that part where they were fighting together showed how well that those dudes can do and what the upper echelon of this roster is capable of. And then you give the result to Thick Boy. And so that was just another like, oh, why are you doing this? 
It's just like Super Saiyans fighting all fast. You can't tell what they're doing. Yeah, that's. What it, I mean, that's really kind of what it got it got down to. Pretty like, yeah. It, I mean, it was fine. I I really liked the match. The result of it was the to me. Um, and then after that shit fuck of a result, we get force fed more boring fucking wrestling. And I was just ready to change the channel to dynamite. Um. This one was a little more entertaining. I'll give them that before I let you say your piece on it. But I, I'm still not into it. I just don't care. It's funny because I didn't like this match that much. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't like it compared to the first match. Uh-huh. Because it, to me, it just they kept going back and forth trying to grab each other's arms to see who could like damage each other better. Yeah. And I was like, no, that's not the reason why I liked the first match. Like, I. I I was like, I, I thought you, you all had different moves. You brought up stuff I haven't seen. Like, that's what I wanted to see again. And then I was like, meh. <laughs> yeah, I mean. So, so I'm glad you liked it a little better. <laughs> and the, even though, like, so the reason I liked it a little better is, like, the part where they're on the outside and, like, I think one of them gets thrown into, like, the turn post and stuff like that. Like, they mm-hmm. they told, their, they brought in their story a little more as opposed to just, like, their catch wrestling in the middle of the ring, which, again, is boring to me. This is pro wrestling. This isn't actual wrestling. I know the Olympics aren't on, but we don't need that in WWE has called itself sports entertainment for a reason. You don't need to try and compete with other stuff that's trying to be pure wrestling. Like, <laughs> moving on, I guess if you don't have any other any other thoughts to the main event. You, good? you mean Rocky Four? <laughs> <laughs> Throw in the towel, man. <laughs> <laughs> so. Karrion Cross versus Dominic Dijakovic in what we thought was going to be a fantastic match was not actually uh, so much. Um, it was the first time we've seen Cross get rocked where Dijak actually like had him going out of the ring. Yeah, uh, and that was pretty cool. So that was, like it led led off with a good strong start. I thought we were going to get the match that we wanted. Um, one thing I did not like was Scarlet screaming throughout the whole match. It made Cross look really desperate in a way yeah. that they don't need to, especially considering the result and the way that it finished. Like, why is this happening? Yeah, I I was so glad to see the, the spots that, like, Daisha got in. And I was like, yes, like, and especially because Daisha, like, towered over him when they started the match. And I was like, hell yeah, motherfucker. Like, <laughs> it's, it's on now. Like, uh... But yeah, the way that this ended up turning out towards the end, I was like, someone give like a participation or like a participant trophy to Daijo or whatever that's his like best actor for the night. Because <laughs> I, I was like, Apollo! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it looked brutal in a way that, like, yeah. at least right, like that stairs that stair spot and then like the spot. And then right, right after that, it got pretty brutal up until like Keith Lee came out and we see Daijo saying. <laughs> To, to don't do it. yeah don't I got no no I was like no just throw it in yeah that ref it should be fired for malpractice <laughs> man because he was not defending himself for a long time <laughs> until he was basically just dead in the ring <laughs> the 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 gift that you tweeted out on the on the on the feed cracked me up <laughs> but I was trying to look for the one where it's like uh. Rocky's holding Apollo in his arms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was the best one that I could find. Was the one that I that I actually ended up sending out. Um, 
Yeah, that stare down though between yeah. Cross and and Lee and is Lee. everything that we need. Like it instantly gave weight to their rivalry without having to have weeks worth of build up. Like that, and this moment, as corny as it is, that they kind of recreated the Rocky Four uh, mm-hmm. beginning. Like they they it served its purpose and them staring at each other like lee never even took like didn't even check in on daija other than being near him like never took his eyes off of carrying cross and i think it gave it it made that moment land the way that they really wanted it to yeah it that because i was like oh man they're they're kind of rushing into this but uh lean carrying at the end like again uh how you're saying with the staring down and i was like all right i was like all right you know what just get in the ring let's do it now like, <laughs> i don't want to wait yeah <laughs> You did this to my brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wonder how long we actually are gonna have to wait. I'm assuming Keith Lee will come out, cut a promo next week, and then maybe we'll get it a week after that. Um, you don't think they're gonna hold off to thirty? Maybe. When is it supposed to be SummerSlam? The twenty second. Yeah, less than a month, but it's still gonna be a while. We probably will. Maybe he'll come out and cut that promo, and then uh, maybe like Damian Priest will be like, "No, nah, no, nah, I'm the I'm the number one contender. I need a match." So then Karrion Cross will murder Damian Priest, and you get your wish. Or Keith Lee you will have this, Lee. <laughs> Lee will have another tune up against Priest or something before that time. Yeah. Um, Cameron Grimes, baby. Yeah, he's we he's need out to of the get some Grimes now. on the TV. Yeah, for sure. I mean, he'll probably be in one of those those triple threats. Um, I can't imagine that they would keep him out. Like, especially if there's six, if there is six of them, even if there's five of them, he needs to be in one of those matches. He's oh, absolutely! Too damn good to not be. I actually would love it if he became the new North American title holder. Yeah, imagine Kevin Grimes' cocky ass walking around with a title belt. That would be so good. That would be the best result at this point without Roddy being able to get to claim his belt back, at least for me. Um, I was looking at the Twitter feed earlier, and I don't think we have any promoted matches other than next week's Triple Threat, which is Finn versus Thatcher versus Loomis. Um, who you got? Uh, I probably got Loomis winning. Yeah, I think so too. The Finn, again, Finn can Finn so over he can be with anybody else, and yeah. I think Thatcher has his right. His, I don't think that rivalry, that catch wrestling rivalry, is over with. Unfortunately, um, <laughs> dang, your eyes disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's Loomis too. Especially like when we keep seeing him lose and then staring off into the ty- or into the camera. Like yeah. each time, it's like, okay, where do you go from here, though? What are you, what is going to happen with you? Because I can't think of anything intriguing other than putting him in a title picture somehow and this is the quickest way to do that yeah that's yeah it should be Loomis and exactly he but I still kind of want him to mess with Undisputed (laughs) (laughs) I think that's I think that's over with I I definitely think okay so actually the other thing that I want to talk about (laughs) now that we got all that out of the way oh yes <laughs> the work no, of the the work of the century. They've been building for this for a long time, and I actually didn't realize it until I saw a Instagram post about it. But like, with they've done a ton of watch parties, and they've done a ton of takeover um, pre shows with Pat McAfee. If you haven't know, if you can't figure out what I'm talking about at this point, Adam Cole cut the yeah, like the work of the century on Pat McAfee. He was at his show, and um. 
McAfee is apparently laying into him during the whole episode, tells him that at some point that Undisputed was the reason that he was champion for so long, calls him a little guy, and Adam Cole gets pissed and slams down the microphone, slams down the headphones, which I got to say, McAfee came out later and said that he broke a microphone. Another audio editor's note. If he broke an RE20, that was the worst fucking RE20 on the planet. I've literally <laughs> submerged dynamic microphones. I've cut the cables, cables on dynamic microphones and soldered them to be like reverse polarity. Those microphones are almost indestructible. Anyway. Um, but yeah, like laying in a F-bomb uh, riddle tirade against him, pushed one of his producers, and then storms out. There was people on Twitter that weren't convinced it's a work. I don't understand how you can't think it's a work at this point. It was so good that when it, when I saw the clip when you sent it to me, I was like, "Is this legit?" Like, I it, he it was so well done yeah. that I was like, uh, "WWE is gonna release a press release later." Like, <laughs> uh, but yeah, they better use this. They should have released like, a press release. It would have made it actually like much more believable because Cole was so believable in that. Like, yeah, he was kind of going off like a little over the top with how many f bombs he dropped and and the way he was yelling at him. But he didn't push that guy like way too hard, which is what made me like, okay, this is this has to be a work. And then once but it was I, like a quick response to it too, like. It's yeah, like he's just like, don't touch like, me. me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. There, but I need to send you that post that I saw too, because I don't know if you've seen the the pre shows or the the watch alongs. But like, there's been times where he like, they're sitting on opposite ends of the room, and he just like McAfee's just laying into him, like poking at him all night, and he's just oh wow pissed. Like his face looks upset, and like he almost never. There was one part where he broke character and kind of smiled at what he was saying, but almost never did he uh, did he break character. Just talking shit back to him and telling. Like, it was one of the ones was after the um Gargano and Cole where they did the three matches. Um, mm-hmm. and he was saying, he was like, oh what. I forgot somebody somebody else on the watch along said, Oh, I wish your one of the matches had been this and then he was like, I wish one of the matches had been a Pat McAfee on a pole match and we just <laughs> leave him hung up there all night. And then he was like, You wouldn't come get me McAfee's like, You wouldn't you wouldn't come get me? And he was like, No, I wouldn't get you, I'd leave you up there all night And he's like, Johnny Wrestling would have come to get me. He he seems like a nice guy <laughs> And he's like, well, fine. Eventually, I guess I would have to get you just to win the match. But then I'd, like, hit Johnny with you or some shit like that. It, were like, it wasn't as good, but the way that they were going back, the way that, like, that, uh, the, their rivalry has been for a long time, it makes me wonder if this has just been a jumping-off point for McAfee's wrestling career. <laughs> uh, yeah, this was good. I, they have to use this for either that for McAfee's, like, jumping-off point for wrestling, or, like, you being dissolved. The spiraling of Adam Cole is, yeah. is like the way that I can see. Like, what do you mean you did it by yourself? No, McAfee actually had a point. Like, we've always been there by your side. And don't you remember we did this and this? Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. It was all me. So he could like break away or start like yeah. say like, oh yeah, I don't need you guys actually. And then like at, at some point either win a belt by himself or not win a belt by himself. But yeah, like his... Yeah, I think I think you're right. It is definitely the closer to, closer steps to... Um, breaking up Undisputed Era, but I I, I don't know. We'll, I guess we'll just have to wait and see. But that was definitely the highlight of the week for me, given I wasn't that into this episode. Um, Adam Cole is so fucking good. 
Yeah. Despise the UE when I first saw them, now respect them wholeheartedly. <laughs> Every single one of them, other than Bobby Fish, is so good, man. <laughs> and with that, I think that's the episode. I think that was it for the week. Yeah. Uh, yeah, see? It, it came by so fast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was a pretty short one. Um... But we got everything that we needed to. Hopefully we can get back to our short episode times. Maybe even start to branch into AEW some more. We'll see. We'll see where that goes. Um, But yeah, yeah, because I think they have All In coming out. Or All Out? Was that what the fuck it's called? In August, yeah. So they got something coming out for sure. Maybe we'll do one after their their pay-per-view. Just to touch base on it for sure. Alright. Alright, guys. I'll say... See you next week. Yeah, I'll say my usual wash your hands. Wear mask and uh, rest the cops seconds. who murdered Brianna Taylor. Bye. Bye.